What a scorcher. I would like to keep the air conditioner running the whole time. Yeah, you can. Nah, it creates a background noise. Window unit. This isn't fancy central air as... as. I know, but yeah. Do you think it would make that big a difference? Yeah, I think it'll be there. Okay. A steady hum. I've been running it at 60 degrees for the past three hours. It'll surely cost me $80. How was it? How was the open house? People walk around your apartment? It's weird. I left. I didn't spend the time here. Oh, okay. But yes, people walked around my apartment, and I was curious to see if good? anyone steal it. Uh, yes, I poured pine salt into the sinks and into the toilet to make it smell nice. Nice. My old trick. Mm-hmm. Just a pile of puddle of pine salt in the corner. It smells nice. I mm-hmm. wanted. I wanted. I left a note on the counter that said, "For what it's worth, <gasps> this building is great, and I will miss it dearly." Oh my God, Greg! <laughs> I like this apartment. Such a romantic. It's a cool apartment. Mm-hmm. Although I guess that's what we're talking about. You wanted to talk about my move for whatever reason. Yes, because it's something big that's happening. All right, so then that can be the topic, and the pre-show right now is spilling into the topic, and that's not allowed to happen. Oh. You want to talk about my haircut? You I broke all the rules. No one's noticing my haircut. One topic where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Hi. It's the most energy I've ever brought to the opening of this show. I could feel it. And it's gone. It's drained me. Okay. <laughs> I've got nothing left to give. That's why I have to conserve oh. it. I need to conserve it and I stay steady throughout. Okay. Now That's I'm fine. That's your technique. To speak like this for the rest of the show. Do you like people who speak without full breath? Yeah. <laughs> Want to reference your haircut? Yeah, I got a haircut. Cool hair. Looks nice. Thanks! <laughs> Where'd you go, Bubbles? No one's noticing it. I think it's because it looks so, like, perfect for me that it just looks like it's just the haircut I should have, and so people aren't noticing the difference. I actually hadn't looked at our video screens before you mentioned it. I was staring at the waveform on audition, so I would have noticed it. I really would oh, have. Okay. But you brought it yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, the fact that you didn't notice it, I was like, man, no one's noticing this haircut. I would have noticed it. I would have noticed. It's a nice haircut from Bubbles. No, I went to, uh, oh, let me tell you. I went to nearby. Wait, what happened? This girl, I, I, went, I, went, to, I went to a place nearby, not Bubbles. Uh, is the internet being a little funny? It was for a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to a place nearby. Uh, she, there were a couple of red flags as we're getting to know each other, and she's starting to do my hair. You know, first I show her the picture. I explain to her what I want. I feel really like good about what I want, and I, I explain it well. And then she start. She washes my hair. We're talking a little bit. Um, she tells me she doesn't have a diffuser. Do you know what a diffuser is? Not for hair. Is it the way? Is it the thing that goes on the end of the hair dryer that has multiple jet streams? Yeah, that like big like thing with all the pegs sticking out. Yes. Because I was asking her. For, I did know. Uh, that was a huh? guess. I, I said I did know. That was a guess, but I thought Good about job. what a what could be diffused when it comes yeah. to hair care, and I only thought air. Right. <laughs> only air can be <laughs> diffused. Okay. So she didn't have that. And I was like, that's odd. Why don't you have a diffuser? 
And then I was telling her about this other experience about someone putting a gloss on my hair and how the lady couldn't explain what a gloss was. And she was like, even I know what a gloss is. I was like, well, you should know what a gloss is. You're the professional. And she was like, yeah, uh uh-huh. I was like, what the hell? And then she's cutting my hair. Uh, she starts to like get it ready to blow dry or whatever. I was like, is this, is this it? And she was like, yeah. I said, does this have layers like we talked about? And she was like, uh-huh. It's like, all right. <laughs> no, it don't, but okay. So I'm just trying to be open-minded. Like, what do I know? Maybe she knows. So then she's drying my hair, but she's, she's using, first of all, her brushes are dirty and she's using a wet brush. Wait. Instead of the, instead of a round brush to give me a blowout. Okay, I don't know the difference here, but it didn't. Her brushes don't come out of that blue thing. No, those are combs. Why don't? Well, how do you disinfect brushes? They don't go into the blue vat. I'm not sure how they disinfect the hair brushes. I, but I she just, had she had a round brush. She wasn't using it. So what's the problem with the wet brush being used? The wet brush is to like comb your hair, like uh, brush your hair after it's or, while it's wet, so that it's easier to detangle. And the a round brush has like metal on the inside. So that also gets hot while you're blowing your hair dry. And then it gives you like a smoother blowout at the end. Um, and you can like manipulate the hair and give it some body and wave and stuff. Um, wow. And in the middle of it's a science. blow drying it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in the baking. middle of drying it, you know, she's using her hands sometimes and like scrunching it up. But then she's using the brush to like flatten it out. It's like... Okay, and then she's like snipping little bits of my hair while she's blowing it dry. Again, troubling. And then she was done. It was a terrible. It like wasn't even all the way dry. And she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get some. I'm gonna get some styling product." I was like, "Is this it? Is this the hair?" She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh no, babe." <laughs> and I said, "I don't know. It's real heavy. It was real blunt at the end. It looked like a long bob." And she was like, do you want to see my manager? And that was another red flag. Like, you really offered up that manager really quick. So I was like, yeah. And so the manager came over. She was really cool. She was like, whatever. You're not happy with it. Let's get it done. Can you stay until three o'clock? I was like, yeah, sure. So then um, while she walked away, I was asking the girl who cut my hair. I was like, what do you think happened? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, do you think that this hair cut looks like the picture I showed you? She's like, yeah. I said, all right. So I was just like, we're done here. Because if you think that this cut looks like the thing I showed you, then we have, there's no, there's nowhere we can go. So then I felt bad because I felt like she was probably like disappointed or I didn't want her to go like crying in the back or something. I didn't want to be a bitch to her. But I was like, yo, this is not, you should not be doing this. And then eventually I talked to the people about it. I was like, if she had just said like, I don't feel comfortable doing that or like asked for someone to come help her with it or something i'd be fine with that so anyway the lady like the manager i stayed till three and she cut my hair and so i was there for like three and a half hours total <laughs> should have taken like 20 minutes did you tip like 30 minutes yeah so they didn't charge me oh, and i was wow. I, I was asking i was like no, no no i should pay you know and she was like you have been here for three and a half hours we're not charging you i was like can i tip and so i was like the tip's going i was like the tip's going to you right not to her <laughs> she was like yeah so then I gave her 40 bucks. Wow. I mean, I, I'm i with you on this. If someone doesn't do the job correctly, she doesn't deserve the tip. But there's the no. part of me who thinks, oh, that poor woman. 
But I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't try to cut someone's hair without knowing how to actually cut hair properly. So I if, mean, I if, guess if she's used to cutting men's hair, maybe that's a little different, but she shouldn't have said okay to me. What happened to the other lady? Oh, she, she I like her, but she's not great at cutting hair. She's good with blonde, like with color, but she's not great with uh, cutting. Every time she gives me a haircut, it's like not, it's not great. And then she also blows it dry in such a way that I look like a news anchor. Those are different skills. Yeah. I mean, coloring hair is a very complex process and to do it correctly. Really complex. So someone just focusing on that and that being what they do, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, maybe the other yeah, lady she, got, yeah. got fired. You're going to see her on the street. Uh, she needs to do something else <laughs> or only accept men. There was one time I went as a teenager and got a haircut at super cuts or great clips or something like that. And the woman was just using clippers because my oh, hair yeah. was so short and she, she screwed that up somehow. Really? A big chunk taken out of the side of my head. It's <laughs> like, oops. It's like, how do she you? She said oops. Yes. And then you can't really do much to cover it up because there's no hair around it because my hair was very short anyway. Uh-huh. Because I had been cutting my own hair with clippers and I was growing it out a bit. Were you bit. like buzzing it? Yeah, I was just buzzing it. Yeah. And then I was growing it out a bit. And so that was the first time I'd gone in a while. I said, hey, help me get some shape to this. Right. Because it's all been the same length for a very long time and now it's just growing out <laughs> like a big, big ball. Yeah, that was such a thing with boys not getting their hair cut. Well, look at this hair now. This is long. Look it is that. long. Oh, look at that. Yeah, if you pull it down, what I'm doing, people can't see, is I'm taking the front of it and pulling it down. It goes down below my eye. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very long hair. Maybe I should cut the bangs. Not across so there are bangs. I should just cut yeah, them. Yeah, give so yourself that, baby bangs. So that, <laughs> That should be a thing that like dudes start doing is giving themselves like feminine bangs. Maybe I should go get a professional haircut for the first time in 10 years. This segues into kind of what we're talking about. I mean, it's been over 10 years at this point. I feel like 2010 was the last time I got a professional haircut, but I didn't pay for it because it was my girlfriend at the time. Uh huh. So it wasn't even paid for. I enjoy cutting my own hair, but I wonder what they do with it. If I went in, you would need to make sure that you go to someone who understands curly hair. What do you do? A search on Yelp? No, you just call and, you know, you say, who's your curly hair expert? Yeah, I need someone who understands, you know, my curly, curly hair. If I gave someone free reign and said, do whatever you will with it. Mm -hmm. I wonder what they come up with. I wonder if they shave, I don't think they would do anything different. Shave the I sides like and leave the top really long and so it's swooped. Yeah, that Nazi cut thing. No, that that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about here. Oh, okay. The Nazi you know what I'm talking cut. about, though? Everybody got that. Well, you're talking about when the sides were shaved. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good, but to call the Nazi cut is a bit off. Well, it looks like you look like a Nazi. <laughs> like a, a Nazi youth. <laughs> it's not exactly that. <laughs> just because that hairstyle had the short sides. Anyway, I feel like Nazis come up quite a bit on this show now. Really? Wasn't there something else the other day on the, another show? Did I say that Pete, when, you, when, when we shaved Pete's head, he looks like a racist. Oh, maybe it wasn't that. 
maybe it was on the radio show with Eric when he was trying to say, you know, the name Adolf and Karen. Oh, yeah. It's, like, eh, it's a little different. Karen's, Adolf. The argument was Adolf was a popular name until Hitler. And there were some people out there named Hitler uh, the same way Karen was a popular name. You mean name. Adolf? Well, yes, Adolf. Sorry, Hitler was still a name too, but it's hard to change your last name, isn't it? It, is. it feels as though that's the one that really was glaring. I know. Does he have cousins and stuff named, you know, like... They had to change it. Sterling Hitler. There's still some people out there. You look it up, you can find it, but most people had to change it. You have to. You, you went through the whole process, no matter what it was. Like, I'm changing this. But I wonder, legally changing a last name, it's got to be a little more difficult than... It's the called the name. Hitler Clause. <laughs> you, you're giving a pass. <laughs> it's special. There's, like, not a lot of... Pay, there's not a lot of hoops you have to jump through. If your last name's Hitler... It's cool. We'll change it for you. You don't have to come to court. You don't have to do like a judge doesn't have to decide. Like we got it. We're just going to change your name. Well, so the the argument was Karen was a popular name. Now it's not, which mm-hmm. makes sense. And I was thinking about that before any stats came out. But there are people like my mother named Karen. Yeah, my cousin's named Karen. And it's a such she's not a, a Karen. Yeah, it's such a strange thing that the name is going away. It's not. It's not the same because a Karen specifically didn't. You know enact a world war and genocide so (laughs) that was when i think it's not exactly exactly it's not exactly the same and you know karen was arbitrary they chose it It sounded Mm -hmm. like a white woman's name karen yeah and they went with it and it has a nice hard in the beginning which is very popular could have been katie so here we are and that name's gonna go away and my mother didn't do anything and doesn't deserve this bothers me don't see a lot of autumns causing trouble it bothers me there's this, this whole idea that we think about people and how our actions affect other people's lives oh, yeah. and we don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or bad or down or, and then, except for that your name's Karen and you didn't do anything, but we, you know, this is ours now. We're hijacking this. Well, that's the this. thing that, that sort of movement or that idea, I, 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 um, ideology, I think, uh, gives people like a sense of false humanity or like a false sense of superiority when really they're just as human as the people they uh disagree with you know with faults and um uh what's it called when you're um uh when you you say you believe in something and then you do the thing you don't believe was it oh hypocrisy hypocrisy very good (laughs) anyway is that the end of your thought yeah that's it well it's very hard for this is not what we're supposed to be talking about. Mm-mm. I tried to get, I tried to segue way into the topic. All right. We can get there. Yeah, we can get there. But it's, it's, it's very hard for white liberals to change. It is the hardest group of people to change because they have to think that they are pure and perfect because if they're not, it puts them in the boat of the people that they hate Mm-hmm. even though admitting that you have flaws or prejudices and focusing on those. And if you really want to change those, you have to admit that they're there in the first place. And most people say, okay, you're recognizing that and you can do the work and great. But you know, there is a group of hardcore white liberals who you're never going to change because they can't even admit to themselves that they are flawed. And right. That's you know, and that their logic might be flawed, even though it may be the benefit of the good. Their logic still might be flawed, and they can't face that either. 
yeah, the whole self-worth is based on that. But anyway, that's a different topic for a different time. Actually, never a time. <laughs> I don't want to devote a whole show to that. Yeah. It's just something. So, you thinking about getting a haircut? That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get a, maybe I'll get a professional haircut for the first time in 10 years. What else have you been doing since I'm yourself? Since I'm at this point in my life where I'm just spending money and I'm I'm consuming. I've become a consumer, I guess. My, well, you've always consumed. I'm a great American. You know, you you are keeping Schweppes in business. Yes. Yeah, you have a you have a Switch. You have a PlayStation. Nope, a Nintendo Switch. Uh, I do have PlayStation Four. I will get the five when I can, but I don't feel a need to fight for it, and I'll wait for it to drop in price. It's more. It's not about you consuming. It's less about consuming. It's it's more about you paying attention to these spaces in your life that you could fill with things that you actually need. No, I don't need new mattress. Don't need them. There are luxuries. The thing that I didn't like to do, there are luxuries. A new mattress. That's not, you know, 30 years old. It wasn't 30 years old. Excess. It wasn't quite 20 years old. It probably was 18 years old, but that's how long we've known each other. So is that when you got the mattress? Yeah, that was the mattress that was in 1660 Peachtree. That's when it okay, was new. Okay, it was brand new? It was brand new then. Okay. The mattress that you slept long. on so many years ago. Yep. <laughs> and then not so long ago. <laughs> it's uh, It was the same mattress. Yeah. And it was fine. I would flip it. So each side didn't even have 10 years under its belt. No. It shouldn't. <laughs> there was one side that had a big tag sewn on, though. And I did not, not like on the side, but it was, it was flush. And yeah. Did, yeah. And I didn't, but like, it's like, it's, it makes a, it's a different texture. I didn't like using that side. So it didn't get slept mm-hmm. on as much. <laughs> and so it wasn't even the mattress aside, luxuries. There were things that I viewed as luxuries. Seltzer is not a luxury. Seltzer is a necessity. Okay. And I didn't like to venture into the luxury. This is not needed. I don't want it. But maybe that line is blurring now as. No, no, luxury becomes necessity. No, no, no. It's still not necessity. I've just because you're not the things you're doing are not luxury. I'm broken. I've just broken myself and my philosophy. My desire. By doing what? What are you doing? My desire to live modestly, which I still am living modestly, yeah. compared to most people. So, what are you doing that you feel is luxurious? I mean, the fact that I bought a car is luxurious. I didn't need a car. I wanted a car. I got a car. And then I was told it was stupid to get a car. Who gets a car in New York? Nah, so who oh, said you're, that, you're Eric? leaving New York. Oh, this is the first steps leaving New York. No, I'm cementing myself in more as far as I'm concerned. You changing scares people that don't change. But getting the car was a big thing. Uh-huh. Because I didn't need that. And that was difficult. But it also opened the floodgates. And then the floodgates were open. And I said, all right, time to get another apartment, a new apartment, a bigger apartment. And this is where we are. So I'm getting this apartment. You want to talk about my move for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't I don't know why. It's not just about the move. I mean, it's it's all the stuff that seems to be around this big change. I mean, I think that I, I mean, you you to me these things don't seem more don't seem like luxuries. They seem like you're paying attention to things that you need or want. And you're giving them to yourself because 
maybe you have like some more self-worth or something. I'm thinking. I'll let you think. I don't think it was ever rooted in self-worth that I did wasn't deserving of these things. Well, you decided for yourself that you don't need anything. And then now you've maybe gotten to a point where you're more in touch with your humanity. Or well, that, that didn't correlate with my self-worth. It wasn't my self-worth okay. is zero. And therefore, I won't get myself anything. It was the world operates in such a manner where people live in a bunch of excess. And it's not needed. It's wasteful. And then there are people out there who don't have these things. And they're... You know, there are necessities that come within that, but we're sold this bill of success. And within that is the more things you own and the nicer items you have, the better mm-hmm. off you're doing. And while that is true because you need money to buy things, I think it, it, it puts people in a spot where they're constantly comparing. And I don't have this, so therefore I'm not doing as well. And I just didn't buy into that. I didn't feel as though that was... An, the good way to live and yeah but you can you can you don't have to go to that extreme you can live somewhere in the middle and even like you know on one side of the middle well as you know i like to operate in extremes well that that was (laughs) that was that was my thing for quite a while dudes who high five each other and talk about the chick that they bagged and talk about her like she's an object and some you know conquest fuck those dudes I'll prove that I'm nothing like them. I'm not even going to try to have sex. That was a period. Right. I'll turn people down. Hey, you want to come back to my... Nope, I don't. I'm not I'm not doing it. So I'm even operating... Even if you wanted to. I'm operating in the extreme. And this has played out in other ways in my life. And surely, you know, there was something appealing about living in New York. I know that you need money to live here, but the money doesn't go as far so it's it's strange like to survive in New York any standard that's worthwhile you need some kind of money but you can survive in shitty conditions mm-hmm. when you're not making that much because the truth is I survived in New York for $45,000 $50,000 a year up until probably 4 years ago well 2015 so 6 years ago and that's when I started and then I made $75,000 a year yeah and, you know, there was something that I liked. I was like, I'm making this work. I'm making this happen. But you've, you're forced to live a little more modestly in New York. And that was appealing to me. That's something that I liked. And that's why there's many reasons that I was, I was drawn mm-hmm. here. But that, that was just one of the things. I was like, all right, you're forced to live without access. I don't need all this junk. I don't have space for all this junk. You don't have space for it. You literally can't. I don't have the money for all this. Right. And, you know, the truth is now I have some extra money and maybe I'm just bored. Maybe I'm just bored. I don't think so. You're not bored. (laughs) You don't have to give it a negative spin. Well, a lot of it, I think, is born out of, you know, these things. Looking for a car, for example, became an obsession. I would look every day. And the kind of car that I wanted, uh, the Volkswagen GTI manual, they would go on the market and immediately be bought. They were hard hmm. to find. And so it was something that I had to look for every single day. And then I would find one and I would have to reach out almost immediately. And once I bought the car, I continued looking for more cars to see if, 
because it was something that was filling my time and filling my day. Right. And then that moved on to the apartment. It's like, okay, now I have an apartment. Let's look for an apartment. We're looking for an apartment. You know, that was based in some necessity too, which is something that I don't talk to you about much. <laughs> but, you know, th- th- there was a need for a bigger apartment. <laughs> the way things progressed. <laughs> what a weird dance around. What? You don't have to dance around it. <laughs> I just, I like to, you know, conduct. You just don't them. like to say it out loud. It makes it, makes something happen. I don't know what. It's not that I don't like to say it out loud. I enjoy talking about the fact that I am in a relationship and I have a relationship where I'm going to live with someone for the first time. I'm almost 40 years old and never before was it in my mind something that I wanted. So, no, I just don't talk about it with you. And don't you think it's interesting that you're sort of paying attention to all these needs and allowing yourself what you consider luxuries and it coincides with you being comfortable enough to live with someone for the first time possibly yeah not possibly i don't i I think it i (laughs) this is not a random act like this is all happening at the same time because it started honestly it started when you got yourself like a new shower curtain you know that was two years ago how I'm saying, I think that that was like the the very beginning. Maybe there was stuff that I didn't see before that, but it seemed like that was the start. You got yourself like a new comforter. And to me, those were huge. Like, whoa, you never do stuff like that <laughs> when they're very normal things that you should do for yourself. Just wanted to spruce the place up a bit. Right. But before, I, I wanted to introduce you'd be some like, change. I don't need to spruce anything up because only sheep. Well, you know. I, I wanted to. No, no. See, you're putting words. In my no, mouth. I know. I know. I'm not trying to paint you like that. I'm just joking. But I need to. I yeah, was introducing you, some change into my life. Mm-hmm. So that was the reason for the shower curtain and the comforter. You know, a relationship I had had just ended. I was like, OK, I'm going to switch things up a bit. Move forward a bit with that. I'm sure you've ended other relationships and not you know, done the bare minimum for yourself as far as your surroundings and making it a nice place. You bought shelves. You bring in plants in. You got some flat. Like that's, that. those are big things for you. Well, the shelves are nice. I'm looking at yeah. them now, the wall shelves. They are nice. But if you think about your mindset previously, it'd be like, I don't need shelves. So okay. why would I do that? So it was opening up a bit. Sure. Yes. I don't I don't know yeah. what it was, but you're talking about, you know, being in a relationship where I want to live with the person. It could coincide with this, but I think it's it's more so maybe it is completely tied to my self-worth. I was going to say I've become more accepting of myself. It's like, OK, this is who I am and this is who I need to be. And this is what I'm going to present. And if I'm going to be with someone, they need to also be accepting of that. And yeah. be willing to deal with that. Uh, so I got to a place mentally where I became okay with that. And then whatever. I don't know why it opened up the uh, the doors. But these purchases have become, they, they were obsessions is what I'm saying. Maybe me introducing this thought process into my life. Shut up, phone. Sorry about this. <laughs> Maybe me introducing this. So uh, unprofessional. This thought process into my life. You know, it's a bit unsettling. And I needed to distract myself with certain things. 
And so looking for a car was something that felt so outrageous, but also became an obsession that uh, it, you know, it took up some of my time. It distracted me. Can it, it be that instead of it being an obsession, you're just excited? I could be, sure, but they're, they're looking for an apartment is similar Again, to the car. Again, it's another way, it's another way of you not giving yourself the space to be ex- someone who's excited by things. When I was looking for apartments, it's kind of the same as the car. A good apartment comes in the market, it's going to go quickly. Good right. luck getting it. You have to go see it immediately, you have to apply, and even then there were four rejections, five rejections in the process. <clears throat> and I enjoyed having something to do every day. And then when an apartment was found and a lease was signed, I continued to look at apartments. Well, that's, that's normal. <clears throat> well, I, I remember looking for apartments in the old way, you know, where you just drive around and like look for for rent signs and like every for rent sign, you try and pull over and get the number. I, um, I, you know, would move into a new place and then I would keep my eye out for those for rent signs still. It's just like a habit you get into because it is exciting. It's like, you know, like fishing or something. Yeah, it's a bit of a hunt. And then I think the reason I kept looking, though, afterwards was I was looking for a better deal or a better car or a better (laughs) apartment. And so I could make myself just accept you got to like it's almost like artwork. Like you just got to stop. No, because I I think maybe somewhere I was hoping to find something better so I could say, yes, you made the wrong choice. You shouldn't have done this in the first place. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And then that obsession from the apartment. I just I the only reason I moved on from the car was because I started for looking looking for the apartment and then once the apartment was secured I started looking at new furniture for the apartment because I wanted to upgrade and get spend money on decent furniture and I found this vintage dresser that then I then found out there was a full set for there's I got a tall dresser there's a short dresser there are nightstands uh, there's a mirror and now I'm on the hunt for every single piece of this this furniture set is Bassett furniture set. What are you missing from the, I don't I actually don't know when this one came out. This is mid-century modern furniture. I don't know if it's the fifties though. If this set is from the fifties. Okay. Well, I, I, I got the tall dresser, found a nightstand in Boston, drove to Boston and back in the same day just to pick the nightstand up, found another nightstand in Chicago, wrote the guy about that. Probably have that shipped if we can come to a deal. Cause he wants a lot for it. And then there's the low dresser, which is the white whale. It's impossible to find. <laughs> when it's listed, one was listed the other day, and hours later it was gone. Ugh. So now I find myself just staring at these things, but I don't know if I'm using them to avoid. You know, there's a big change in my life. Moving is a big change. Living with someone for the first time is a big change. And the truth is I feel ready for it, and I don't I don't feel worried about it at all the one time i came close to living with a person was when i was uh dating jessica Mm -hmm. and she was in atlanta and i had the house in atlanta and i still was going to be in new york part at the time but i was also going to be in atlanta more and i said move into the house and we kicked my sister out and she moved in and like immediately after we said let's do this i was Mm -hmm. no (laughs) there was a feeling (laughs) there was a feeling no i can't this isn't right. I shouldn't be doing this, but I just ignored it. I said too late. I'm already doing that. I'm heading down. Yeah, this path. you don't want to. I know what you. I know what that feeling. So it's like you don't. You don't want to hold back because you're scared. Like you don't know whether to pay attention to the thing that scares you or if you should ignore it and just go for it. I do think that in big decisions, sometimes you just have to jump in, yeah. and then you swim. 
but I feel like before you jump in, you know if you want to jump in or not. It's like, yes, I want to. I'm scared to jump in because I know when I jump in, I have to swim, but I really want to jump in. Yeah. And then there's other times like I shouldn't jump in. <laughs> and that was one of those. I was like, <laughs> but I I'm going to jump anyway. I shouldn't do this because I was thinking about my life and how I could change things. And I went about it the wrong way. I, I thought that my exterior world could change and that would force me to change instead of mm -hmm. changing myself first and yeah. then applying that to the exterior world. So this time it was, I, yes, I'm jumping in. This is, I'm not, I want to jump and I know what that means. And, you know, for me personally, that's where the anxiety comes from is, uh, all right, now I have to continue on this path where I have uh, changed the way I carry myself and my existence, not for bad reasons, wrong reasons for the right reasons, but I've changed, you know, my acceptance of myself to be who I actually am. And uh, making that kind of choice means that I have to continue to do that else. It's going to crash and burn miserably. If I, the moment I become <laughs> something that I'm not, it's right. not going to work like every other time in the past. And I recognize that and I'm not worried about that happening, but it's a scary prospect to have to continue to be yourself. So I distract myself with furniture sets <laughs> and I get, I get frustrated that I can't find the proper piece of furniture. Yeah. I think that what you're doing is um, important. I think it's good for you. I like seeing you do it. Yeah. I think it's important too. Yeah. You know, I, like, I don't think it's a distraction from anything. <laughs> I lived a very long time a certain way. And then there was a series of relationships where, uh, I started to implement different things and change that. And there was only three, really. There was, so there's Christina now, who's mm -hmm. technically Christina three, because I had a girlfriend when I was 19, it was Christina. And then a couple of years ago, there was Christina two. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like with Christina two was the first time I got into a relationship and I said, I'm going to express myself and actually put this, you know, speak openly about what I'm feeling and thinking and need, but I still didn't quite know. And I also was incapable of admitting that that wasn't matching up. Like the things she needed and things I needed weren't the mm. same and they weren't going to, they weren't going to match. It probably went on too long because it was easy to say, but we're communicating. We're just telling right. each other that we need things that the other person can't give, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but we're communicating. So and it feels good probably because it feels like, the beginning of progress, but then nothing changed, I guess. Yeah, no. I mean, that was the next step. And mm -hmm. then there was the relationship with you where I was able to communicate and tell you the things I needed. And I felt as though you could meet those needs, but then you had no clue what you needed. You had, yeah. <laughs> you had no idea. So that wasn't going to work either. And then it got to the point that with the things I needed, I guess you couldn't meet. Yeah couldn't board there was no ability to compromise and that was more practice though and i was in a different spot than i was with christina too and then now with christina three who will just be known as christina because this is the current christina yeah um you know that matches the needs and the wants they match and that's awesome there's a uh an understanding like, I feel like I can, you know, I'm a relatively moody person. 
who doesn't like to go out too often or doesn't need too much excitement in their life. And uh, neither does she. And she's also moody. Not oh, she a, is? Not in a bad way. It's, yeah. not, it's, not like, it's not depressed moody. It's just, hey, I don't know. Things happen. And sometimes you don't want to talk and you want to feel comfortable <laughs> sitting there and yeah. not have the other person worry about there being something wrong. Oh, good for you guys. And, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, she's been around for quite a while in this small apartment. And I said, mm-hmm. hey, if you're here and we're surviving here. I then- feel like that's how most New Yorkers do it, right? They just end up being at one of their apartments so often. It's like, what are we doing paying two rents? Yeah, I mean, she has three roommates, so I would never Oof. go over there. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't go over. So she was here. Mm-hmm. Kind of just came over and never left. That's <laughs> cute. And I was fine with it. I said, okay. Yeah. This is this is cool. And we survived in this small apartment that people can see that you listed it on uh I guess you could list yeah. it. Yeah. You could list it on the one topic Facebook page. I, I did. Don't, I don't know what the engagement there is. Probably not. Yeah, much. I did already. But I know you listed it on the Von Hessler Doctrine page too, or the secret fan page. Uh-huh. And you could see how small the apartment is. Yeah. People made a big stink about it. People are ridiculous. I was looking. Yeah. I'm glad I live in Georgia. I know. <laughs> I'm not. This. I'm not in prison. No. I've made. A, I've made a choice You've to live. Chosen to live there. <laughs> like, sure. If this is not for you, I don't think that's wrong. There is a certain type of person, mindset, things you want out of life to choose to live in a small space, 400 square feet, that costs eight hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars a month. Like, yeah, it's it, the funny thing is, people. Oh, it's so expensive. I don't know. New York. That's actually cheap. 1800 for this apartment this could go for 22 i mean if you think about yeah all right well then i could i guess i could go live in oklahoma you know in in, in like um a rural part of the country and get a huge house for 250,000 you know you could do that that's the funny but do thing. you want to live there no that's the funny thing is my sister's mortgage in her suburban home which Look, I could be snarky about it because that's not for me, but it's how many people live and there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I personally wouldn't be happy living in the suburbs. Her mortgage in a house that she says is small, which is not. It's absolutely not. It's not small by any means, uh, is with the insurance and everything. It's it's like $600 less than I pay right now. $1,800 for this place. (laughs) Really? Yes. Wow. Which when you make the comparison it is ridiculous if you think value is space right you're not just paying for your space you're paying for everything else but it's, it's just where you want to live and that's how much it costs to live there yes and the value yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like getting food delivery the food isn't worth what you're paying to get it delivered you're paying for the delivery and if you find and for the convenience or whatever, yes. And if you're fine with yeah. that, then that's why you pay that. Oh, I'm glad I cook at home because I would never spend twenty five dollars <laughs> for a meatball sub. Well, that's just the funniest thing to me is there's something about New York, especially people either hate it, they absolutely hate it, mm-hmm. or they love it, or they like it, love it, but say, "But I could never live there." <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, people like to have opinions about New York. It's fine that you can never live here. It's a hard place to live. There are many inconveniences. There are also many conveniences. 
Mm-hmm. And there's an energy about it that I like and something about it fits my personality. My personality fits the city. It goes both ways, I feel. And I can I get it if you don't want to live here. That's fine. But the, the need to say, <laughs> but I could never live there. I know. I guess you're telling other people something about yourself and what you value. Yeah, maybe maybe they feel like someone who does live in New York is trying to say something or maybe it, it, they feel like a judgment because they don't live in a city like that. And so then they have to sort of justify it or rationalize it. And there's certain pe- certainly people who live in the city will judge. You know, I, I do shit on the suburbs quite often. Do I need to? No, because it's the same people who live there. What I think of the suburbs is there are people who live there who enjoy living there, but I also view it as a wasteland of people of unrealized potential. <laughs> that's that's why <laughs> that's why I shit on it. And not to say just because you live in a city that there's not unwasted potential. Because I myself personally have surely wasted plenty of potential uh, over the the just in different ways. Decade plus I've lived here. Yeah. And and maybe less traditional ways. <laughs> but there's still something stimulating about it. It's yeah. like, okay, even if I'm not doing the things I should be doing, I feel like I'm at least getting something more out of huh. this. For me personally, hiding in the suburbs, I would go to dark places if I yeah. if I was there and not doing things that I wanted to be doing. And you know, it, that's not yeah. fair though. I was going to say it's not fair for me to do that, but it is funny that you posting the apartment, someone just being shocked by it. That's different. I can understand. Yeah. You see the size of the place. You see the rent. You're like, what? You do get used to it. I know that doesn't seem to make sense. But when you live here and... You, yeah, you acclimate. You do. To and the I prices. I, I also have to think you still get paid more living here mm-hmm. at a certain level. There's weird low-level entry jobs where you get paid $28,000 a year, and I don't know how you survive. But... Then again, like I said, I survived on 45, 40,000, 50,000 for a while. It's doable. 28 now. How much are you <clears throat> how much are you going to pay at this new place? Mm, 30, well, you're splitting it, so 3400. What's that in half? Well, the way we're splitting it is based on salary, so I'm still going to be paying more because I get what paid more. Pay? So 3400 divided by 2 is 1700. If it was split evenly, I'd actually pay $100 less. Okay. To live in But what apartment. are you going to pay instead? 2000? To live in an apartment that has two levels. I'm going wow. to pay 1700 times 80 because I get paid 20% more. Uh-huh. Uh, she'll pay 1360 and I will pay 2040. But to me, an increase That's not bad. an increase of $240 for a place that's much bigger. Yeah. Than a skylight. That's, that's great. It has skylights. It has wow. two full bathrooms. I know. These are again people I two have. Two bathrooms? Two full bathrooms. Oh, that's amazing. You can have separate pooping areas. Yeah, and then there's a loft area too that Ugh, you best. could actually put another bed up there and it could be a place for people to stay. Yeah. It's big enough where you could have one side be an area where you hang out and read. If, if you actually read, which I know you don't. I never learned. And uh, anyway, the, the, the apartment aside, like the details of the apartment, I guess $3,400 crazy because now we're going to bring in my other sister. My other sister is having a house built specifically for her, again in the suburbs though. 
She is? She's leaving the city and she's going to live with her boyfriend and Uh their mortgages, her mortgage and my other sister's mortgage, who I already mentioned, is still less than this new apartment's (laughs) rent. (laughs) (laughs) Why is she having a house built? I don't know. That's where she is in her life. She just, she found the piece of land and they're building the house. Wow. That's what's happening. Okay. 3,400. 3,400. Two people though. And like you said, it's like $240 more a month for a huge upgrade. Yeah, not bad. You would never be able to get that just by yourself. Mm, If I hadn't gotten the car. For that small amount of increase and the difference in space. That's what I'm saying. No. Yeah. I'm saying alone I probably could have if I didn't get the car. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made such a jump, not a third, not right. to thirty four hundred dollars a month. So anyway, I don't know this is happening. I'm moving, and I, I, I'm. And you're paying attention to things you like. I'm collecting nice you're pieces yourself, of furniture. You're letting yourself like things. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm a consumer now. Now I understand why people hunt down pieces of furniture. There's something enjoyable about it. I've, you know, you you make fun of the Ray Dunn. I oh, it's the same thing. It kind of is except the same except thing. that is garbage. <laughs> yes, the Ray Dunn is garbage, but yeah, I can understand how Sugar, the how the pe- the pieces are hard to find. Flower. And there's something exciting about going out looking for them and then finding Wine time. it. If you can find it, and if it's what you're into, it's not knick-knacks. such a bad. It's not such a bad it's thing. It's a bowl, and it says knickknacks on it. I have. I have to tell you, when I was looking for my sister because she's into the Ray Dunn, uh-huh. they asked me to look at the marshals down the street for me. And I said, okay, I'll do this. And I, I am totally on board with it being junk. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's nothing special about it. Why that line, you know, got the boost. Gained when I, so pop, so much popularity. Yeah. It, it, she branched out the Ray Dunn and tried to make different versions. But the one with the big font, the simple. And the white, yeah, the, like porcelain or something. Yes. The simple solid color. Ceramic. Solid mm-hmm. color with big font. That's the one that people still like to this day. Why? There's nothing special about it. I don't know why it became so popular. I don't know what the catalyst was. I'm sure there was one. Who knows if it was a reality TV show, if it was a rapper. I don't know. <laughs> it, was. it always, the font always looks like, you know, in the credits of Adam's Family, where it would be like script, it would be like a cursive, and then it would be letters that were really long. Like, it, that, I think that font looks like that. I'm trying to think. I can't say that I know what you're talking about. Why okay. is why is Ray Dunn so popular? I'm just I'm curious. I want to know where it Ugh. came from. Anyway, the, the story I was telling was I I think, I think it is dumb. But when I was going Ray to dumb. when I was going to look for my sister and I would come across a piece, there was a burst of dopamine. It's like yeah, yeah. hey, and there there was one t- there was one time I found a special Christmas cookie jar and there was a woman coming from off to the side and we raced oh, to it and really? I, got, I got it and she was pissed oh she, what was it what was what were the words on it i don't remember what it said on it i could probably look up the picture christmas cheer was, i think it said joy honestly i think it said joy radon is shy she's a quiet person an introvert that's how she describes herself when we talk on the mm-hmm. phone i don't want to read this whole thing i just want to know you can tell because the simplicity of and and like the the skinny font 
You can tell that she's an introvert. You can just tell. Toothbrush. I don't know. Do they have bathroom things? Yes. Yeah, so they've branched out. But you yeah. know, if people like it, they like it. And I'm, not, I'm at the point also where I'm going to. I gonna, wish they made tiles for the floor. It just says floor. I'm going to stop <laughs> shitting on people who, who like I want to write down toilet. It says shitter. If people want to do this, to me, it's the uh, it's the suburban equivalent of searching for mm-hmm. mid-century modern furniture. <laughs> I have a Ray Dunn tampon applicator. It says blood. <laughs> you crack I yourself pads. up. I have pads that say drip drop. Well, you could. You should, or soak them up. You, soak it up. You should go be an advisor. Yeah. You should give her some new ideas. Uh, Let's see what else was written on the uh, the comments for my move. 400 square feet. I would feel like I'm being hugged all day and night. Or is that what, cla- well, wait, is that what claustrophobia feels like? No, it's fine. You know it's what? a ray down butt plug. You know, a nice thing about coming into an apartment that's this big, you don't have to worry about someone hiding in it. Uh, nothing. Are you saying that or someone said that? I'm, I'm saying that. Oh, okay. Someone saying that. And this, if you lose something, well, it's somewhere. Yeah, I lose things all the time still. My keys every single day. Yeah, that's different. Someone that's was actually. Thing. Oh, here's one. Eighteen fifty a month. No thanks. Cool, cool comment. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming to comment with that. And then there's the funny one. Here's the joke. You really added things to it. Because I do have a lot of dishware, and this is true. Of the, my time living here. Uh-huh. Whatever dishes are at the bottom of the stack have not been used in five and a half years because <laughs> one or two plates get used at most. So, yeah. so there's, there's an overabundance of dishes and I don't have a dining room table. And someone says, where's the dining room table to support all that tableware? And then, you know, That's joke, a good point. I didn't think about jokesters. That. Well, I mean, you buy a set. What are you going to do? Set comes with yeah. six for the most part. Like, I'll take one. Uh, I think you can do that at Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Can't you just buy one plate? No, yeah, you probably can, but I got this from Target yeah. years and years ago. This stuff is, this stuff I think is older than I know, are you going to get rid of that stuff? Are you going to get different things? Yeah, at some point. I've spent enough money so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to scoot all your things together. Maybe she's got plenty of plates. No, she doesn't. And you like them better. She doesn't. That's oh. the joy of dating someone who's 13 years younger than you. <laughs> she ain't got shit. Some clothes and a TV. There will be three TVs now because I have a TV. My friend Howard gave me his old giant TV. Oh, exciting. The 55-inch TV, I think it is. It works just fine. He just didn't want it anymore because he's bored. Three TVs. What are you going to do with all of them? He's going to get bo- rid of one? He's bored and he's stuck at home because yeah. he's got uh, knee hip problems. And so when you want to change things, you just I'm going to get a new TV. I don't know what I'll do with three TVs. That's the excess. I'm living grossly. Grossly. Isn't that living the, grossly? Uh, the the Lee is important, I think. Yeah, because it's a adverb. So anyway, there. Is your exploration complete? Did you want? Yeah, did you I get? Think so. Did you get what you needed out of talking about my move? I think. Uh, I think that. I imparted what I was thinking about your move and all the stuff surrounding it to you in a way that you understand. So, yeah. Here's some other funny ones. So Greg is coming okay. back to Atlanta to dry out from opioids. That was that happened years. <laughs> that was years ago. There was one time that was, uh, 
And then the uh, thing that I don't like is bless that person. Okay, but <laughs> it, it's not funny. Oh, okay, someone struggling with drug use. Yeah, I know to present well, it. Not just that. Not just the rudeness of that, but but also like you're. I think the only purpose that that comment is serving is to say like I listen and I know things about you you know but it's also and not accurate like something like that and it's like that was well it's just referencing a story from long ago yeah you know what I mean and so they're illustrating that they know your they know something about you and I don't know it just like bothers me it's like say what you really want say like I know I I I, I know you Greg <laughs> well here's a funny one not enough married women in NYC get it because you okay. were married yeah oh damn that's really and that's i like low and i like to date married women that's a low blow so that's uh that's who's who said that i'm gonna block them oh once you see who said it you'll go yes of course that person said it oh is it justin ingram no <laughs> i'm not naming names <laughs> say their name they want to be don't they say, want to be named don't say it no don't say it <laughs> Okay, well, oh, of course he said that. <laughs> Sorry, Justin, my bad. <laughs> so yeah, Justin that, is the one that does the flat Earth stuff, right? I think so. I think so. I don't. I, I love don't. that troll that he, that continuous troll he's doing on the thing. So, yeah, there you go. That's why not enough married. Well, women. congratulations. There's too many. That's the thing. There's too many independent single women in New York. I can't stand. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Grosses me out. Totally. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wait, that's it. You, uh, got, you got everything you wanted, huh? Yeah. Did you need me to keep going? You you wanted to pry. Not pry. I gave you what you wanted. No, What's I guess. What's behind you? What I, is that thing? Where? Leaning up against. Oh, is it packages? It's the behind new, your. That's the new bed frame. <gasps> it's the $1,200 bed frame. <laughs> Greg! <laughs> what? Good for you. That's uh, I just keeping it in the boxes until the move. There's even a headboard. The headboard's under the couch wow. for the time being. And then, hold on, let me show you this. This is huge. There's a there's a dining room table, well, a dinner table oh. against the wall. Look at this. What? You got chairs? Yeah. Those look great. Mid-century modern. That's my look. I know. They look great. That is my fear with this apartment. I was like, that's clearly Greg's apartment. Like, we're sharing the apartment. It's our apartment. Is she into that? Yeah, I think so. Well, she better be because... <laughs> There's a concern that she'll just say, yeah, that's cool. And I feel as though the choices that were made, though, were mostly, hey, what about this? Yeah, that's cool. Uh -huh. So they're my... <laughs> They're still my choices. Yeah. And if somebody walked well, she'll in. she'll put her spin on the whole thing. Somebody walked in, they would be like, uh, this Greg lives here. <laughs> so. <laughs> but. Well, that's all right. Like, if she doesn't have an opinion on it, then that's, I mean, if she doesn't have like a strong sort of design sense or something and you have a stronger one, then that's fine. I'm I am asking. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm not just saying this is what, this is the choice. This is what's happening. Are you going to replace like. The bathroom fixtures, like the appliances in there with like olive green. I would love you know? to. <laughs> Me too. I was looking the light fixtures at least. I was thinking uh -huh. about buying some older things to, to replace. Greg! But when you're renting, it's a little different when you're renting. So exciting. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Listen to podcasts. Go to hopandpepper.com. Oh, hopandpepper. Have a spicy ketchup 
and I haven't tried it yet, but um, it seems like a really good idea because if you're putting hot, uh, hot sauce on your eggs and you also like ketchup, well then what are you doing? You got now you got the combo. So go check it out. Use our code uh, uh, one topic fifteen for fifteen percent off, and um, tell them make a little comment in there or something and say that you listen to the show and uh, tell your friends how awesome our show is, please. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>